Hey, it's Rob from successunlock.com. And this week, I'm joined by my pal Fifi Mason, where we're talking about the power of being an introvert and what it actually means to be an introvert, why it's a really good thing, and how you can actually leverage it to become the very best version of yourself. Now, if you're listening to this right now, make sure you take a screenshot on your phone or your computer or your tablet or whatever you're listening to it on and uh, share it on Instagram. Tag me. It's at success.unlocked. Or of course, you can stick it on Facebook or Twitter too. Now, before we go ahead and speak to Fifi, I've got something very special that I'd love to share with you as a listener of the podcast. It's a free resource that's going to help you to share some positive affirmations with your mind. The idea is that you can start to reprogram your mind to think in a more happy and confident and optimistic and uplifting way. So if you'd like to grab it, it's completely for free. Just head over to successunlocked.com forward slash free, F-R-E-E, and you'll be able to grab it from there. So without further ado, hey, Hey, Fifi, how's it going? Not bad, thank you. How are you? Very well. Thank you so much for joining us on the show and sharing some of your time with me and the audience. Now, before we dive in, there's one question that I'm going to ask every guest at the start of the podcast, because... I think there is no like defined standard of what success really means. Some people, it means a big house and a flash car and millions and millions and millions of pounds or dollars. And other people, it's just about spending time with your family and friends and loved ones. So what does success really mean to you? What's a successful life look like for you? Um, well, my kind of future dream is to is to have like a, it's not a small cottage, like a, a house with lots of land around it like an old kind of cottagey feel farmhouse style, um, maybe an old farm or something. And I want to um, take in rescue dogs. And this is like part of my like dream future life. That I'm, And if I have that house and I have all these dogs around me, um, family around, that's, that's, that's all I can kind of visualize as my kind of future. That's really cool. I can see you getting carried away and like breeding wolves and then they'll make a Netflix documentary about you and then you'll become famous <laughs> on the internet and people will be making TikTok videos about you. That's what's going to happen, I can tell. So we met last year at an event and I, I remember distinctly they were asking people what everybody did and you stood up and you said that you helped introverted entrepreneurs. And uh, instantly, I remember I looked at my mate and I thought, what a great sort of idea, what a great niche to tackle, what a great group of people to help. And so I really wanted to get you on the show. Not everybody listening to this is an entrepreneur, but I wanted to get you on the show and talk about what it actually means to be an introvert. Now, I know that when I was a kid, I was the kid that was terrified of everything. I would hide behind my mum's leg if somebody came to the door and, and then run away. And even as a performer, as somebody who gets up and performs, I used to do magic as a kid. And I remember the first time I had to do a magic show, I was terribly, terribly shy about having to deal with other people. The fact that when you practice a magic trick in your room on your own, you're on your own. But when there's a human there you need to interact with, I found that really, really difficult. And actually, one of the things I hope selfishly to gain out of this episode is to figure out how much of an introvert I am still in this day and age as somebody who goes out and deals with people. So tell me this. What does introvert actually mean? Not necessarily like the dictionary definition, but from a from a real life perspective, what does it actually mean? Well, from my perspective, it's about two things. So <clears throat> there is the uh, the way we process thoughts, and then the way our kind of energy, um, how we get energy, basically. 
So for me specifically, the way I process thoughts is if I, I, well, I have to think about things and I can't really talk out, I can't think out loud, like extroverts usually, they'll talk out their problems with someone else. Whereas if you're more of an introvert, you might, you'll you'll be more um, introspective and you'll think more in your head before saying anything. Um, and that's one of the the ways that my brain works. So if I'm in a networking kind of environment, I find it really difficult to kind of talk about my thoughts in, in a kind of fast-paced environment. Um, and then the other side is the energy. So I find that I, being around a lot of people drains me, um, being sociable, and I need to have time if I've if I spent a lot of time around people I have to have time to kind of re-energize um and that's the re-energizing is done by myself maybe reading or um uh watching tv just chilling out like something where I'm not spending time with anyone I'm just by myself on my own thoughts and that's side of things that's really interesting to think about it from like an internal perspective and also something that would be visible to other people, I suppose. Yeah. How does that work? Does that mean that you're at risk of, let's imagine you're going through a bit of a rough time, something happens. Does that mean you are somewhat at risk of dwelling on things a little bit if you like hold your thoughts in and think them through a lot before you talk to other people, whereas somebody who's maybe a bit more extrovert might just blurt it all out to their best mate yeah. and get some feedback. How Does that mean that that's a problem? Well, I do think a lot of introverts are also overthinkers. And um, because we, we get so stuck in our heads that we just constantly overthink things and hold ourselves back because of some of those thoughts that if we did talk about them more, if we did get them out there, we'd probably move forward a lot quicker and we wouldn't dwell on things, definitely. Okay, that's quite interesting. I'm going to come back to that in a little while. And then with the energy thing, it's almost like you've got this battery and the battery slowly sort of wears down and then eventually you have to go in and recharge the battery. So that, that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense as well. So you've mentioned a few things there. You've mentioned things like overthinking. You've mentioned things like dwelling on yourself, uh, dwelling on things and obviously thinking through stuff to yourself and also feeling drained by other people. What are yeah. the other sort of things that somebody would be looking for to identify whether maybe they're somebody who is an introvert? Um, the other things... Possibly, um, that. That's <laughs> it. Being like, yeah, like not being able to think on the spot quickly. Okay. I find that really, really difficult. So, um, especially in in like a face to face environment when there's more people around, um, I, I can't stand the idea of also like picking up the phone randomly someone ringing me and like randomly I have to be prepared and um in like a in a meeting kind of environment when there's lots of people um when I used to work in industry in a web agency like there'd be people sharing all these ideas and I just couldn't come up with them or I'd have to go away and think about it and I'd have to um write it down rather than be able to say it out loud because I couldn't articulate it in the right way. Um, and I don't think every introvert has the same thing. So it's really, it's really hard to kind of define introverts in, in a certain way because you do get 
introverts that are shy and you get introvert, uh, introverts that are not shy. And that, that also makes a difference because if you're shy and you have social anxiety, that makes it even harder. Whereas some introverts aren't and they have de- ways of dealing with how they get across, get over some of the obstacles of being an introvert. Um, yeah. So thinking on the spot, um, fast pace of conversations, being drained, um, not just in person though, like online as well. I find that, um, a lot recently there's been a lot of zoom calls and people wanting to get on chat to you all the time. There's so much more demand on, uh, messaging and social media, friends, family, as well as business for me. And it's just, the words coming out is like virtual fatigue. Um, And I feel feel like that's quite a big thing for introverts as well. Um, Yeah, so there's quite a lot of different things. Um, A lot of challenges uh, when it comes to being an introvert, but there are always ways to kind of make it easier. That's really interesting. You said something there that I want to pick up on to do with, uh, it basically implied that introversion and being shy are not the same thing. And I think most of the world probably lumps everybody into one of two categories or the sort of gray area in the middle. One of them is that person's loud and confident and talks and is, and, and that's that person. And then the other person is shy and they're an introvert. And I think lots of people say that as you're an extrovert, if you're loud and outgoing and confident and you're an introvert, if you're shy and quiet at the party or whatever. And then some people have that gray area in the middle. So for example, I'm not, I'm not a very big fan of sort of day, middle of the day networking, but on a nighttime when everybody's a bit more social, to, totally my bag. I'm, I'm game for that. <laughs> not an alcoholic. And so what's the difference in your head between somebody who is shy and somebody who's an introvert? Obviously, sometimes they go hand in hand, but not always, you said. Yeah, not always. So, um, well, it comes back to the overthinking again. So um, the shyness and the overthinking is when you when you are having those thoughts and fears around being social, um, around certain situations, feeling awkward, feeling like you might say the wrong thing. Um, it comes to the overthinking where you, where you like might be in a situation where you think people are judging you. Um, that all kind of ties in together, but that doesn't tie in with being an introvert. An introvert really does come down to the way we process our thoughts and our energy. And, um, and also the stimulation around us, which which also ties into that. So um, I won't get into all the technicals with dopamine and all of that, but um, it's <laughs> researchers have found that our brains work differently. Introverts' brains and extroverts' brains work a bit differently when it comes to the chemicals in our brains, and um, we need less stimulate. Uh, we, we need less stimulation. So if we're in an, a social environment, there's just too much going on and that's when we can get distracted. Um, but yeah, moving back to being shy. Um, yeah, so that's more of the overthinking side of things. And it does not necessarily mean that if you're an introvert, you are um, shy or in any, you might not even be an overthinker. I know a lot of introverts that do struggle with being in a social environment because of how draining it is but they're not necessarily nervous or they actually enjoy it um it, yeah it just depends on the person really 
That makes a lot of sense. I think some people who are who would listen to this and think, well, I'm definitely an introvert, they'd say, right, so I'm going to have to change that now. I'm going to have to, if, of, all, of all the things I'm going to do in my journey of personal development, I need to change that now because otherwise I'm going to dwell on things forever and I'm going to hold myself back and I'm never going to get anywhere. But actually, the opposite is sort of true, isn't it? Like it's perfectly acceptable to embrace that about yourself. Some things in your life you will want to change. But if I've got, if I've read you correctly, then I think it's actually okay to completely embrace that and leverage it in your life I suppose yeah I think if you're if you're an introvert and you um and you have these deep thinking times where you have to just be by yourself think about things that's a real strength because it means that you're quite a creative thinker that you think things through and you and you have um more time to work out all the steps in a certain situation you will notice things that other people don't notice especially in an environment where you're around people um if you're the one being quiet then and taking it all in you'll see things that not like other people don't see so it's it's quite an advantage in that respect but when it holds people back is when they believe that being shy is something that that's who they are and they're just stuck in that way. Whereas you can actually come out with that. I was painfully shy when I was at school. I um, I got to a point where I couldn't even walk down the street without blushing in being as like, I was embarrassed by walking past people. Um, it was that painful. And I, t- it took a long time to get out of that, probably about five years, but, but I managed to because I started a university course um, singing on stage. So it meant me like pushing myself to do that. But I did it because I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed what I was doing. Um, And that kind of got me over that shyness and also learning how to be social, um, having been put in those situations like starting college, going to university, where you have to like, be social to make friends and the more you do it the better the easier the easier it gets basically and i think anyone who is a shy introvert they can actually learn to overcome that shyness but if you're an introvert that really is just who you are as a person and you can use it to your strength um, and your advantage so i definitely think as if you if you learn that about yourself you can adapt the way that you um do things to to work towards who you are rather than against it and um, and embrace being an introvert rather than trying to be something you're not do you find that asserting your ideas or authority or whatever over somebody who's maybe loud and brash is difficult at times oh definitely um I'm, I'm 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 still quite an overthinker and i still have that shyness in me but i'm way beyond where I was. Um, and when I'm around intimidating personalities, people who are louder, I'm usually the one that just stands there and doesn't say anything. Um, but it's that saying, I don't know if you've heard it or ever said it yourself, like I'm, I'm quiet until you get to know me. And that's how I kind of rep that's, that's the saying that represents me completely. Like I'm usually quiet, quiet and reserved and I hold myself back until I get to know someone and if someone is there who's being loud and doesn't allow me that kind of one-to-one um chance to get to know them and 
for them to be quieter so that I can um, be be me um, and show them what I'm all about, then, yeah, I would find it difficult. So I always seek out more of the one-to-one um, relationships and friendships. Um, and, yeah, if someone's too loud or um, too, <laughs> too extroverted, which is not really a thing, but if they're just out there, then um, it can be difficult. Now, one of the things that we have in common is that we both uh, have wacky coloured hair. So mine is bright red, yours is dyed blue. I'm sure I'll not reveal any secrets by telling people it's not the natural colour. Um, I'm curious as to as to know along your journey, did that form part of, is that something you did at an early age or is that formed part of your journey of being okay? Because one of the things you said was walking down the street, you would blush that just people would even look at you and see you. Obviously yeah. with this hair and your hair, that mm-hmm. sort of happens more often. People do look more often. Yes, I'm curious, was that do. part of your journey to become comfortable with it or is there a different reason for it? It was part of the journey embracing myself. So um, over the course of probably this last year, I've been working on my personal brand. And that's in itself like a journey of self-discovery. It's figuring figuring out who you are as a person, um, like what your values are, what your beliefs are, um, why, what purpose you have in life, um, and all of that kind of, stuff that you and i've done this process to to build my business but it's also like my brand is who i am rather than saying i'm building a business for this i'm i'm basically just branded myself and it's just kind of the journey's gone to me helping introverts um over this course of this year so it was part of that and I started out just exploring who I am as a person. I knew I was an introvert, but I learned so much more about it. And over the course of a few months, I got to this stage where I was like, I just really want to embrace being me. And I'd always wanted to have colored hair. And I'd done the tips a few times and that was as brave as I'd got. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it. (laughs) And I was going to that event where we met and I was like, I'm just going to do it for this event. And I see and. I had had an ulterior motive as well because I also liked the idea of people approaching me um, to make conversation rather than me approaching them to make conversation. So it was like an icebreaker. I have this colourful hair and everyone, and it it really did work. And I was like, oh my God, I love your hair. And it's like, I don't actually have to be the one to go up to someone and introduce myself because they would come to me and be like, oh, I love your hair. So it was like, kind of two in one but yeah it was like embracing who I am a bit more really becoming the person that I am that I that I am and and um yeah helping be an icebreaker basically that's really cool would you say that you have more introvert days and less introvert days like some days if you go to an event or you're out shopping or you did something you could just go and like take on the world and talk to anybody and 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 get on with it and sometimes you find yourself holding your back is it is, is there like a flexibleness to it yeah i do i definitely do some days i'll have um i'll have like an urge to be around people um and that doesn't happen very often but i think again it comes back to that the level of stimulation that we need um that everyone kind of needs so yes introverts need less of that um but we still need a balance of it um I think it's, 
I'm not, I'm not going to be able to say this quote directly, but it was Carl Jung who came up with the um, concept of introversion and extroversion. And he said, no one is like the extremes because if they were the extremes of a com- complete true introvert or a complete extra extrovert, then you would just be in like a mental asylum or something. I said that. Um, you would be, you would be crazy because we need a balance basically um so yeah i think there are days where i actually do need to be around people um but it's not on the level of um loads and loads of people that i can get my enough from just spending time with like one or two close friends who um who like we just chill out watch films talk a little bit um rather than partying whereas i used to do that a lot when i was younger (laughs) um but alcohol does help uh reduce the stimulation that you get so that kind of helps really cool so for somebody listening to this who's maybe listening to your description and thinking god that really is me this is gonna make a lot of sense for people who've maybe really never really thought about it before or maybe wondered am i introvert am i not what would you say are the first sort of steps that somebody could take or the first step that somebody could take after listening to this to go and think, okay, great, this is who I am. What can I do in order to make the most of my life given the fact that I'm, I'm an introvert at this point? Well, yeah, you definitely want to make sure that you um, fit that kind of introvert definition. Um, if you find that you prefer to be on your own, um, you feel more energized on your own, um, and that being around people is is a bit draining then you would just work to to that so you wouldn't force yourself to go and be around people all the time um you might want to reassess the kind of job that you have if if you if you know that it's going to require a lot of energy um a great book to uh read is susan kane's quiet um it's a re- it's just ama- amazing uh, <clears throat> book about um, lots of different research helps you understand bas- what a introvert is and how to um, work towards being more comfortable in life as an introvert. Um, but yeah, so it's it's understanding it, um, well, accepting that you're an introvert, understanding what it means to you and how it impacts your life and then adapting to embrace that. So if you find that you can't go to a networking event, then then maybe that's not for you. You don't have to do certain things. You can find other ways of doing things. So um, like, like for me, I know if I'm going to go be social for a bit, I know that I'll have to have time to relax and be by myself after so I won't plan for the next day I won't plan to do something else it's just adapting in to make it more comfortable for you and have the time to re-energize when you need or uh, be prepared for certain things so if you've got a meeting coming up that you can be prepared for it or things like that love that very cool now finally to wrap up this episode then what would you say is the best piece of personal development advice that you've ever been given and who was that person? Ooh, uh, personal development advice. Well, I might actually take this back to my mum. 
because, um, and I don't know if she, she meant it in this way, but I took it as this. Um, when I was maybe 10, nine or 10, I can't really remember the age, but I wanted to be um, a pop star and I love to sing. So I went to my mom and I said, how can I be the best singer in the world? And she said to me, um, don't, don't copy others, find your own voice. And I actually took that literally saying like, well, okay, so I don't want to sound like pop stars that are already out there. I need to sound like me. Um, but as I got older, I kind of took that as like in a different way as like <clears throat> finding my own way. Um, finding my own voice rather than singing. It was just being myself, like learning to be myself. Um, so that really, when I think back to that and I think how differently I see it now, it just makes so much more sense. But um, yeah, it was an inspirational thing to be told when I was little. <laughs> I love that. Very cool. Now, if people want to find out more about you and everything you're doing, where can they go? They can go to my website, which is fifimason.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, Fifi Mason, you'll find me. Blue hair. Fabulous. <laughs> Just look out for it. I'll put the links to that and everything else in the show notes, which you'll find over at successunlocked.com forward slash introvert. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, which I know you have, make sure you go and subscribe on your favorite podcast player, whatever that might be, and take a minute to leave a little review. Five stars, if you please, and a couple of nice sentences. That will really help us to spread the word about the podcast and get more people listening. Fifi, thank you so much for joining us. This has been awesome. Thanks.